1: Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.
2: Life is made up of many gorgeous moments. Cherish them all, big and small, with Blue Nile.
0: Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of the Video Games Now podcast. That was like the nicest I've ever done the intro, I think. What do you think, Will?
2: You seem to be in a very good mood.
0: <laughs> uh, sure. Uh, what do you think, Cole? Am I in a good mood? I. Uh, you're always in it. I don't think I've seen sad Rodney. Or mad Rodney. It's because I'm good at hiding it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> deep-rooted problems there. Yeah, uh, alright guys, welcome to the... Then this episode of, you know, the podcast. Uh, we're going to talk about Fable. They renewed the trademark for Fable, so we're going to talk about what that could mean for the game. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. And Cole? What are you, fuck what are you, yeah. Yeah, Sorry. okay. All right. <laughs> I was a little late on the fuck yes. Totally. Uh, okay, so that's what we're going to talk about today, and it's going to be great. It's all coming up right now. Right now. Right now. Welcome to the show everyone. So uh Will's going to tell us the uh, gaming releases of the week brought to you by I don't know, Evil Controllers I guess this week. I got my new <laughs> Evil Controller and it's fucking bitching. So Yeah.
2: All right. So starting up uh we talked about this game last week quickly, but uh Catherine Fullbody is making its way to the Switch uh July 7th. Uh followed by Subliminal which I don't know anything about. We have CrossCode, Elden: The Path of Forgotten, and Bloodstained's Curse of the Moon 2, and Deadly Premonition 2, A Blessing in Disguise for the Switch.
0: You sold those games very well.
2: Yeah, I don't know any of them, but Deadly Premonition sounds familiar. Interesting. Some sort of detective game for the Switch, so this is the sequel to that.
0: Alright, I'm sure that everybody wants to uh, hear all about uh, Fable, because that's what the title is for the podcast. So, Fable came out for the original Xbox, I believe, and I remember playing that game uh, the first time I ever got my hands on an Xbox. I borrowed my friend's Xbox, um, and I had to set a timer on the oven, and my brother and I would play for an hour and a half... And then the timer would go off, and then the, then you'd get off the Xbox, and then the other brother would get on. And, oh yeah, I was playing Fable, and he was playing, oh god, what the fuck was he playing? Some, oh, Grand Theft Auto, I think. Yeah, so. <laughs> Those
2: are two very different titles.
0: Yeah, I know, and we're just like super stoked. But uh, hey, like, we worked it out like gentlemen, right? Like, we figured out, okay, you get an hour and a half, and then you get the fuck off, and then I get on. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So the very first fable came out on September fourteenth, two
0: thousand and four. I totally expected that to be older.
2: I was thinking two thousand and one, but yeah. then I was thinking that's way before the Xbox even launched. So
0: yeah, uh, <laughs> I yeah, I just remember it being like. Uh, it's like it's amazing. <laughs> I remember when
1: it first came out, everybody was like, Oh, you can, you, there's nudity in it. People can get naked in it, and people are freaking out at that. And I don't think there's any nudity in the game whatsoever.
0: There well, wasn't. Yeah. I think you can, like, have sex with people. Or you can have sex. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. You can have sex with people. That's what people are freaking out about.
2: Yeah, yeah, but all it is is a black screen with the girl saying, Ooh, ooh, you're so good. <laughs> Will,
1: Will, careful. We could get demonetized for that. <laughs> now, <I'm> scared. <just> <laughs> Sexual content, you're going to have to put a warning. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. ooh. <laughs> ooh. But ooh. that it, was a
2: great game. Like and then a, followed by the lost chapters a year later which uh, extended the story.
0: Uh it was the second one where you had the dog, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh I just remembered I uh spoiler alert for a fucking 16-year-old game. But uh, at the end where it's like you can kill your sister to like get the super fucking awesome sword Or you could not take the sword and save your sister. It's like I I a horrible choice. I know it's like I'm gonna make two save files Yeah. (laughs) How good is this sword? I want to try this sword out, but I don't want (laughs) to kill my sister. Yeah
2: You also remember you had to decide if you were gonna uh, Revive the people that were killed or save uh, like which included your dog
0: Right, yeah um,
1: there, was, yeah, there was some ridiculous choice Or you can get a bunch of money You could either get yeah. a ton of money Or revive the people that had died I can't, like, I can't remember
2: There was easier ways to make money Than just sacrifice everyone that died
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> especially in Fable 3 When oh, I yeah. finished Fable 3 I had more money than I could possibly know what to do with And counting
0: Maybe that would be a good morality um, Tester just like lock a bunch of fucking people in a prison and be like, Here, play Fable," and then just see how evil you are at the end of it. Be like, "Hey, yeah, you're staying in here." <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> That's Playing like the
1: evil, way they choose. Kind of the smart way. Yeah, it's like you know when they come around for on parole and you have that board that votes whether or not you're sane enough to go <laughs> or stay. They're just like, "Let's see your Fable Safe Play." Yeah. Oh, you're staying in here.
0: Yeah, it's the your dev- guys got
1: horns and shit.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's the developers of the game. They go. Oh, mm yeah
1: <laughs> what a great Shawshank Redemption parody that's funny
2: so uh, I remember with the original the second or it might have been the first one as well but I remember with the second with on the 360 you, it had the the ex- exploit where you could uh, change the clock did you guys ever do that
0: uh you don't remember oh is that the one where you get older no. So basically
2: a fable to remember if you own property, if even if you didn't play the game, if you came back, it would calculate how much money the game owed you. Oh, jeez! So you could glitch that by basically unplugging your Internet, uh, like the Internet. Uh, I don't even remember. But you remember the 360 didn't have a connector so that they had that Wi-Fi plug you had to put yeah, in? Yeah, you could pull that out and then you readjust your clock to like, say... Fifteen years in advance. (laughs) So now it
1: crashes with all the money.
2: Pretty much, you like load it back in now with not having internet connection, so it's like recognizing that clock, right?
0: And all of a sudden, you just see the money flow in. Nice. I bet (laughs) you, if I logged into my like Fable Three account, I'd just be super rich. Oh yeah, yeah.
1: I was. I'm so curious to do that to see like if there's a cap or a limit or something like just. I mean, obviously, you could check by cheating, but I want to go back and see my my Fable playthrough.
0: Uh, I actually really enjoyed Fable 3 as well. Um, I did not want to be that king that just was a total ass. So I actually wanted to save everybody and and, and do it right. So um, I just did it by buying every single piece of property, and then everyone paid me taxes, and then I had enough money eventually to save the kingdom. They had some hot talent in Fable 3 too, wasn't it, Um, uh,
1: uh, what's his name?
2: Michael Fassbender. Michael
1: Fassbender. Um,
2: um, the guy from, oh, the comedy guy, uh, John Cleese.
0: Yeah, yeah. John Cleese is in every fucking RPG ever though.
2: Uh, nowadays he is, it's just I that was... voice, he makes such a good butler.
0: <laughs> oh, Nicholas Holt is in it, Ben
1: Kingsley is in it. Yeah.
0: Damn. You know what? Well, you're totally right. Anytime I see a butler, I just imagine John Cleese voicing it, or a narrator. Every (laughs) time I
1: think of a narrator, I think of John Cleese.
0: Yeah,
2: his voice is just perfect for it. So now he's typecast.
0: (laughs) Yeah, unfortunately. Um, Oh, Simon Pegg is in it. I don't even know who that is.
1: Simon, he's the he's the guy from Hot Fuzz, or yeah,
0: Shaun of the Dead. Oh yeah, cool. So now that we Scotty
2: from Star Trek.
0: Scotty, for, oh, yeah, okay, okay, gotcha. Yeah. So now that we have uh, Microsoft renewing this trademark, which I'll just read the article right now, uh, right now, mm-hmm. now, uh, no, no. right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so Microsoft has renewed its fable trademark in the U.S., confirming that it intends to use the dormant franchise in the future. The U.S. Patent and Trademark Office published the renewed application on June 30th after it was filed on June 26th as spotted by IGN. The application confirms Microsoft is not currently using the trademark. However, it does mark yes in the intend to use field. So does it just become public knowledge? You know, like... I
2: think as soon as you file trademarks, there's no uh, secrecy for it. It just literally... Because of... Think about like patents and stuff like that, right? Yeah, yeah the patent now becomes public but the company that put the pub, uh, patent out there it's now tied to them
0: yeah
1: so Dude, we should have snatched up the fable trademark while we had the chance <laughs> video game podcast now it's fable
0: yeah hey, maybe we'll get some sponsors uh anyways I think <laughs> I, I think that I don't know why this popped into my head but uh, I saw something on Facebook that's like the, the patent for toilet paper and the image of toilet paper it has the, the uh the roll rolling out instead of under or like on top if that makes sense like that's weird yeah so the way that everybody says you shouldn't do it no well because it's either under or over and it's just this this endless fucking debate on which one it is but in the patent it's on it's over are you under or are you an over guy i'm i'm definitely an over guy actually i'm definitely uh there's a little nozzle thing that like you turn and then it like sprays your little butthole when you after instead of using toilet paper. Yeah, I have that. That's way, way better. Uh, a debate? Debay? I don't even know what it's called. They came with a house, but I use it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Roll over toilet paper. Little spouts of water taken in
1: by the trademark for that. Yeah. So sorry, I got sidetracked.
0: We had to get our poop joke in today. Um,. <laughs> Alright, so it's important to point out that Microsoft Renewing the Fable trademark doesn't mean that you should Expect a Fable 4 news Like, now uh, If companies don't continually renew their trademarks On their intellectual property, they'll eventually become Abandoned uh, Okay, so We'll pretend there's going to be a Fable 4 They were actually working on a, a f- online Fable game Like, a long time ago And then they shelved that it That
2: was Fable Legends
0: Yeah, Yeah, Fable Legends, man I was so excited for that Yeah. Do you know why they shelved it?
2: I think that just wasn't a game that Microsoft was willing to put out, and um, that made their decision also to shut Lionhead Studios down.
1: Yeah. And they were like, they were in development, like they had a uh, like a thirty-minute gameplay trailer and like other stuff going on. I think they
2: canceled it like four months before it was supposed to come out.
1: Yeah. It was. It was not like not in the works yeah
2: it didn't look but it was it wasn't really like a normal fable franchise game though like remember it didn't have story
1: yeah it was basically like league of legends right where there's you have to go through the the map and there's like towers and enemies that one person sends at you you know one person was the villain and sets up their their evil layer
2: and four people would be heroes
1: yeah, which just sounds awesome. Like, that sounds so much fun.
2: But I bet you they did, like, uh, Q&A and a uh, whole bunch of, like, testing, and no one really liked the game, and Microsoft just decided, like, let we're not putting this out.
0: <laughs> I, can't, I can't quite remember how you leveled up your stuff. Like, you didn't level up, right? It was you leveled up your abilities.
2: Yeah. So when
0: you used an ability, it would level up
2: there's the orbs wasn't there so red was like strength yellow was skill Ah. and blue was magic
1: yeah and you you if you use your sword and kill somebody the red orbs would come out and then you would absorb them and then you would like level up i know the magic there was a whole bunch of magic and so you could like different things would happen so if you chose lightning and then you got enough blue orbs you could choose that like your lightning would hit multiple people or your lightning would go farther or you could combine your lightning and your fire together yeah and then um crossbow is like you're repeating or how far you shoot, how fast you shoot.
0: Mm-hmm. So in if Fable Four were to come out, would you want them to maybe incorporate something a bit different, like similar to Assassin's Creed, where you get you level up and then you get a battle point and then you build your ability tree, or do you want to keep it the way it was?
2: I think keep it the way it was. I
0: fully keep it the way it was. I think that way of
1: doing it can be enhanced or, or upgraded, but I, I thought that was really interesting. Something super unique.
0: I Yeah, and just the way you described it, I like how you can make your own style with, like, combining different spells and stuff mm-hmm. like that, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, sword
0: dancing was fun. I like that. You
1: just, like, summon swords to throw at people
2: oh yeah and then also wasn't each like tree had different things so it, under strength you had like might physique and stuff like that so more points you put into physique like changed the way your character looked mm-hmm. yeah you, you got, got more stronger. muscular yeah
1: mm-hmm. interesting that was the cool thing like you know that was something that uh just the way they they did it like they do that in video games but like just the way fable presented it was so i don't know fun
0: uh, I think that was the first time that you could do s- that on console. Like, this was the first time you could go and make your own decisions and there was consequences to all your decisions and stuff. That was the first time you could really do that.
1: Yeah, and it wasn't just as stupid. Like, a lot of games try to do that, and then the, the outcome is pretty much exactly the same, but it's just, like, one small detail. Like, there was actually some pretty significant differences. Like, entire towns would change the way they look and the way like
0: who was there and which people came through there is mm-hmm. nutty yeah yeah um so just remembering the first one i remember the beginning of the game like you your village burned down and then you got kidnapped is that how it no went? N- no, no. So
2: basically in the first game your mom is nowhere. You just have your dad. Your dad gets killed, and it's, your, the village does burn, but it's because the bandits attacked. Right. And then they kidnap your sister, and then you get stabbed, and then the the head uh, one of the ma- or like the heroes comes and uh, brings you to the hero academy.
0: Don't they like stab your sister's eyes out?
2: <laughs> Not yet. I don't think.
0: I vaguely remember like a cutscene where they're like they they're hauling her away and she's like bleeding from the eyes.
2: Oh, that might have been it. I can't remember.
0: I could th- th- kind of, go
2: back and play.
0: That kind of scarred me. I'm not gonna lie. As like a fucking ten year old kid, I'm like, uh. Well, look at the second game as well. Yeah. You
2: like you. Uh, it starts off you're like living in a little uh, shack with your sister. In the slums. Then, yeah, in the slums. Then you buy this magic. Uh, uh what was it? the music box?
1: Yeah, the music box.
2: Yeah, and then you get invited to the castle. Yeah, you know, everything's going well. You think that everything's like happening and then it just goes downhill. <laughs> you get thrown through a freaking window.
0: <laughs> so I'm kind of curious how you guys play the game. So did you guys try to just fuck everything in sight or did you were you faithful to just one character?
2: I was faithful to one character, I think in second and third. The first one I was kind of like over the top.
0: Right. What about you, Cole? Oh, it's wait. so funny.
1: I thought you were asking, like, if we were playing it good or evil, but you're asking if we boned as many people as we possibly could. <laughs> well, obviously. <laughs> I was getting ready my good and evil question, and I was like, oh, wait, that's <laughs> that's not what it is. Uh, <laughs> I think because, like, I don't know. Oh, this is going to sound really bad. There, there wasn't really, like, benefits or deficits, really, for... for one or the other yeah fair so i think i just did like one person mm-hmm. because it didn't really make too much of a difference
0: i remember in the third one there was like they kind of pushed this lady on you mm-hmm. and i'm like i don't want you like fuck off <laughs> in i'm gonna go for my slum sec- my slum ladies yeah in
2: the second one i married a corpse
0: that's y- hot you can do that
2: well do you remember the female uh queen from the first game uh yeah she's in the second game as well these guys are trying to like find her this one guy's trying to like reconstruct her so he's getting all her body parts together but then uh, she sees you first so because he used a love potion so she falls in love with you and then you can decide to marry her
1: or not what's your hobby? Oh, I get dead princesses bodies and I reconstruct
0: them yeah pretty much <laughs> No big...
2: but I found out the hard way as well if you have more than one wife you can get blackmailed for money
0: damn in, in the second one?
2: And the third. So if oh. you literally and you didn't pay them off,
0: then your wife finds out and she files for divorce. <laughs> Shit. I remember, okay, this is going to sound completely heartless, especially since I have a kid coming. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that sentence. <laughs> Always use a rubber. <laughs> um, oh, so uh, the second game, you had to make a decision that uh, ultimately gave up like years of your life. But it was the good decision So you you came back as an old man To your wife and your kid Who when you left was like an infant right? And then I went back there I think it was like 7 years or something later And I remember seeing my kid I'm like ah Is that what you look like? <laughs> Rough
1: <laughs> You but, don't
2: have to come from these genes yeah. I
1: totally <laughs> forgot about that too That yeah you're, you have the baby
0: And then it, it's like grown up once you get back Yeah <laughs> Um I what happened to your dog during then? I don't even remember. I think your dog's old too. Yeah. You were that old though. You were like crazy old. You had white you
1: were hair. you gone and stuff. for like
2: 10 10 15 years I think.
1: Yeah. I got to play those again. Actually, that was the first game if if there are any gamer dudes out there looking to get into a game with your your significant other. Fable is the one. Like, that's how I got my wife into video games, was playing through Fable. Really? So, uh yeah, we played Fable 3 together, and she freaking loved it. She's always like, let's play Fable again, and I'm like, if I've played through something, and I've beaten it, like, completed it, I don't really like going back and dabbling too much.
2: Fable's so, uh, the one game I would do that for. I'm thinking about it now, like, isn't the, they have the Fable anniversary, the remake of the first one on the Game Pass.
1: Oh, yeah. do
0: they? Oh, fuck, I'm installing that right now. <laughs> yeah, I should actually go take a look at
1: that, because i got to play through 1 and 2 again. I played through 3 recently, because my wife and I did that, but two, 1 and 2 have been a long, long time.
2: Did you guys ever play the Lost Chapters expansion?
1: No. No, I didn't.
2: Oh, so yeah, you play the first one and the Lost Chapters, because that takes place after the game, and literally you deal with Jack of
0: Blades. Jack oh, of cool. Blades. Jack of Blades. Jack of Blades. All right, well, cool. Uh, okay, so... What in fable four, what would we want to see in terms of new stuff?
2: new stuff
0: Ooh. I think like a
2: bigger world for me oh yeah they have the technology now. I think fable would work as an uh, a fully open world game
0: yeah I, I yeah, I can see that. I think I, I'm not suggesting like an MMO per se, but I think you should be able to see other people like other players in the world. You could you could do that
1: in 3. There was that room like remember you were in that that mm-hmm. like map rooming you could go to other people's worlds and play with other people.
2: Yeah. Cuz there's co-op.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That would be Um cuz I like um I'm going to use Pokemon Ruby as an example. So when you trade um so you could go through the world and there's like TVs on everywhere, right? And you'd click on yeah. the TV, and it would be like, "Oh, this, you know, this trainer is doing this and this and that." But I didn't have anybody on except for you until you traded Pokemon with somebody and used a link cable, and it would exchange data with them. And then when you go back to the TV, it would tell you stuff that they've done, like, "Oh, hey, so and so caught a um, whatever Pokemon on this route. It was super cool, whatever." But it was just That's cool. Me. Yeah, it was just cool that you could. Get little snippets of news reports of stuff other people have done, and I think that would be a very interesting thing to do in Fable 4, where like um, everybody. I think that uh, would be
2: cool. Yeah. A hub or something. Yeah. Like, they so,
0: like, do that in Sword and Shield too, but it's like
1: the way that they do it in Ruby sounds way cooler, you know? Like if you had wanted posters or something up, or like there was like a newspaper, like a kid running around, like extra, extra, and you can get the newspaper and like see what other people are doing. Yeah. That'd be a
0: cool. I don't, uh, or even uh, maybe they're player like they're physical players in the game but maybe as an npc and you talk to him to go oh hey yeah no i just did this quest yada 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 and then he can mark it on your map and it'd be like a way for you to collaborate on quests and stuff mm-hmm. yeah because the pokemon also or
1: pokemon sword and shield also does that like if you turn on um uh what is it called like the connect mode then yeah. you can see all of the other people running around the wild zone yeah Maybe there's only a certain area that it happens in or something. Well, like I th- a town.
0: Or it's just limited to your friends list or something. Like the people that are actually playing the game that you actually care about. Because if it's like Joe <laughs> Schmoe did this, like who fucking cares, right?
2: Yeah, I don't want to hear about someone like in England or something that uh, just found a legendary sword.
1: Well, Sea of Thieves kind of does that, you know. Like anytime somebody does something really cool, they add what that person's done to the world and then you can go around and find the things that people have done throughout the well, world. That-
2: that would be cool, but I mean, like, if this is a sword everyone can find, and then, you know, you just hear about, like, so-and-so oh, so found this, so-and-so nothing. found this. Like, a normal MMO, like, uh, Elder Scrolls Online, they have their chat feature, right? Yeah. And you see everything, so if they want to post something for sale or something, your window just goes freaking wild. hmm There's many times, like, I just turn it off, because it, on the bottom screen, the bottom right side of the screen is nothing but just, like, spam.
1: Yeah. I feel like this kind of plays a little bit into what I I want it out of it, because in Fable, that there's all these decisions that happen, like we were talking about how your kid gets older. I want them to have a lot of stuff to do in the end game. Like Fable is obviously uh, Fable is story; it's a very story-driven game. So even if it is open world, they should still have a very strong, defined story. But once that story is finished, I hope there's you know however it shapes your world however the decisions play out I hope there's stuff that you can do in your world after the story you know
0: totally Um, yeah and I was that's kind of building on what I'm about to say too is I want there to be quests but I don't want it to be so fucking obvious like hey you should go do this one thing and then it like shows you waypoints on how to get there like I want to be able to have to figure it out and explore the world yeah having quests. like an
1: immersive mode would be cool because in in um god of war they have an immersive mode where you can turn off the entire hub so you see absolutely nothing and it's like you're right there so having like a fable immersive mode would be cool no no mini map unless you like open up the mini map and no health bar or magic bar or whatever you just gotta you gotta know what you're doing yeah. uh,
0: I'm fine with the mini map because uh, uh, Assassin's Creed had an exploration mode, is what they called it. They, and the mini map would just have question marks on it. So you're like, oh, I wonder where that is. So you can go check out what the question mark is, but it doesn't actually tell you what it is until you actually get there. Yeah. Yeah. So Ubisoft you could just find a stupid mine
2: or something.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's, it depends on how they build it into the game. Like Ubisoft was very passionate about like being at Merce. You know, that's why it was all the. That's why you have the stupid. What's it called? Cerberus? Ur- What's that? Der, derp, derbertus. Derbertus. It's so that when <laughs> you die, you're not actually like just an, a person who dies, but they're like, oh, wait, that's not how it actually happened. Oh, the he animus. Did it like this. Animus. The animus. That's what it is. Yeah. And then King of or king king of Persia. No, what's that? Um, Prince of Prince Persia. Of Persia. Yeah. King of Persia. Every time you died in that, they'd be like, wait, no, that's not how the story goes. So they like to have a reason. It just depends on if you have a mini map, like maybe it's because your character knows the
0: the land. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Give a reason for it. I think it would be interesting to add a bit more risk into the game as well. Like, um, if, you, if it's open world, that's great, but what if you, it doesn't save until you get to the next town? So it's like it's adding a bunch of risk now to the game where it's like, sh- I shouldn't take on this group of fucking hooligans over here because I might die and then lose all of my progress. Because the way they do
1: that in the other fables is that every time you die, you got a scar, which decreased your attractiveness. And then it would make it harder for you to like date and marry people because your face is all messed up. <laughs> or, like, you know, you eat too much food, and if you eat too much food, you, you get, get fat. really fat. And yeah, then you
0: gotta eat salary. <laughs> no, uh, well, Sorry, I mean, uh, oh no, you know, it's bringing back memories. I think it was, was it two? I think it was two. I didn't play for like a month. And then I went back online, and my guy was so fucking fat, he couldn't even fight anymore. I'm like, fuck <laughs> this game. So then I quit. <laughs> That's funny. You just not to didn't eat salary. Eat there was no loading um, when you died
1: like in Fable it wasn't like when you died it would be like and then you would have a big loading screen you get pulled back you would just like get you'd get knocked down and then you'd get back up and it would be like you've acquired a new scar so I kind of like that like if you're grinding through a hard game the worst thing is just like waiting for the loading screens and waiting for the loading screens like it just made it so much like snappier well, they are
2: saying like with the next gen consoles, uh, the Xbox and uh, the the uh, PS5, we're not going to have loading screens anymore.
1: I mean, they say that all the time. They said that for the Xbox One and the PS4, like and, and tons of games where they're like, no more loading screens. It's just going to load once and then it ends up being like a four hour loading screen. And then I don't know, <laughs> well, let's hope yeah. they can actually pull it off because
0: loading is fine. Just it just doesn't have to take like 15 minutes to do it. Oh god! That just brought back fucking non flashbacks of Anthem. Will. <laughs> Uh-oh. God, we we're... still
2: gotta go back and play it.
0: Yeah, we do. What the fuck See are we? Did we the restructure like? the whole game.
2: Well, they fixed it, and a lot of people do keep are still playing it. But apparently, they're working on like reworking the whole game to be re released.
0: Should we just wait and for does anyone... that? Does anybody who bought it get like a, a free I, collector's,
2: I, collector's I, edition? I think so. Anyone that. Uh, got it before is going to get like the free version of the new game
1: a handwritten note in blood saying we're sorry sorry <laughs> yeah we're sorry we're Just sorry like
2: Bethesda did with um
1: 76. Fallout
2: 76
1: yeah Brian still refuses like to play it like he pushed himself <laughs> to play it and he's like I hate it but I bought it so I'm going to play it and I want it to be good and now that they fixed it he refuses to play it. He's like, that game stole too much of my time and attention that I'm not going to touch it again. <laughs> Brian. <laughs> Gotta love that guy.
2: A little off topic, but did you guys hear uh, Fallout is uh, getting a TV series?
0: That's interesting. W- is that what they need to revive the fucking series now?
2: Uh, I'm not too sure, but it's kind of an interesting thing. The Fallout lore would make a good series.
1: There was a guy on YouTube. I remember like back in the day when i was in like high school and i was trying to make a bunch of youtube videos there was a guy who made a fallout miniseries that was actually really good like i was i was impressed at how well it came together it was super fun it was comedic uh, but it was also like action adventure like it was it was super fun so i think if it's executed well it could be interesting
2: it's for amazon prime and it's coming from the creators of westworld
1: oh great oh my god dude westworld is <laughs> anybody who hasn't seen westworld watch it it is it's so incredible good. it's amazing yeah so that could actually be like that could be really cool
0: well but it's amazon that's that's worrisome
1: yeah <laughs> uh, i mean amazon's got some great shows but uh the boys the boys man but that's oh. seth rogan like I uh, you can say whatever you want about seth rogan that guy knows how to make a tv series
2: oh yeah can't wait for season two a little off oh. topic
1: <laughs> little off. oh it's
0: good it was a good off topic yeah <laughs> i think
2: oh sorry uh with the fable though wouldn't it be good uh, to kind of uh, give little nods like if fable four comes out to say choices you made in the first game second and third yeah kind of like keep that lore alive
1: that would be yeah, I that would be really cool. You know, like some type of ancestry tree or like if you were to do all of the evil decisions
0: mm-hmm. in
1: like 3 cuz in in 3 you can either like you can take away all the water from that one town. Yeah. And then the whole town dries up and everything dies. So like if you made that choice in your 3 game and then you go into 4, maybe you know, there's an area that's not doing as well or you know, something on the lines of
0: that. Yeah that'd be cool. I think another interesting thing would be to create worlds that you can only access based on your decisions, so like if you're doing everything bad and you're fucking, you got horns grown out of your head, then you can access like the underworld, and if you're like a saint, then you could access like, I don't know, a different like heaven, <laughs> heaven for lack of a better <laughs> word yeah um, hmm. I think that would be interesting, and then it would make you think about your decisions a bit more too that as like a, interesting.
1: as somebody who wants to do everything in a game, that's really
0: cool. But man, that would drive me crazy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, but it, do it, it, all. it would kind of give you some replayability in a sense too, right?
2: That's why I think they need more choice uh, choices in four. Yeah, for me to play one ga- uh, version of the game completely pure, and then like this in my next playthrough would be completely evil.
0: Yeah, because the- I
2: could get different ter- uh, endings or stuff like that. And
0: a lot if of if you game- do that. Oh, go ahead, Rodney. Uh, a lot of games are giving you the option to replay your game again on, like, hard mode or whatever the fuck. So it definitely would give you an opportunity to play the game again, like, as a bad person or whatever, right? If you have that kind of option,
1: I feel like it would be a little weirder to have a huge, open, massive world, you know? Like, that that kind of replayability is almost designed just for a story,
2: Well, even with an open world, the world can be changing. So say you make like a bad choice, right? And then there's like a time skip or something somewhere in the game and you come back five years later. And now that uh, village or something is prosperous or it's completely burned to the ground. And now you lose access to it.
0: It would just feel so good to walk through a town and have everyone quiver in fear because I'm walking through town. Fuck.
2: (laughs) Mr. Mr. I, I used to, that was here. awesome. People would run into the corners and like <laughs> cower.
1: <laughs> that was yeah. If you died in Fable and you got scars in your face, you'd have to pay more for stuff, and people would run away from you.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, do you would you think Philip spent or Phil Spencer would be a part of it? Well, he's uh, the head of I Xbox. No, Phil
2: Spencer is head of Xbox. You're talking. Oh Line no, X I'm talking Studios. about. Yeah, um, what was
1: that guy's name? Um, uh,
2: what's his name? Uh, uh,
1: He made the cube game.
2: uh, Hold on, I'm looking
1: it up. Peter Molyneux.
2: Peter Molyneux.
1: Peter Molyneux. Yeah, that's it. Do you think he would uh, he would be a part of it at all?
2: I don't know what he's been up to. Let me see. I'm looking right now, and he left. uh, I have no idea where he's working now. So it would kind of be interesting, though, to kind of see him working uh, with it, because Fable came from his his mind, right?
1: Yeah. Which but we got a I bunch also... of cool stuff, but we also got a bunch of kind of crappy stuff, but oh yeah, he did black and white as well. That was a great game. Yeah, oh man, that was such
0: a crazy game. I want to play that again. Uh, okay, so we talked about what we would like in Fable 4. Um, what about online stuff? What do you, What do you guys think about that?
2: I definitely want multiplayer. I don't think it should be treated as an MMO, though.
0: Um, what about like live events and shit like that?
2: That would be good to have, yes. Where you could play with other players and stuff like that. So uh, maybe they could have like certain uh, a random boss world fight or something. And when you uh, you got into that zone, you could actually fight with uh, other players.
1: Yeah, Monster Hunter does that really well. Like yeah. the Monster Hunter events do it that would be cool having kind of like a monster hunter style because they have the world hub you know like Mm -hmm. you go to the hub where there's the people and then do the events with them and then the rest of it is just your own campaign or you can just join in like you pick an adventure to go on to and then you can like call for people to come help or somebody could just join in on your adventure and go
2: yeah no that would be a, a great aspect to have like a huge boss fight with other players if they can't do something like that even what they did with uh what was it black flag and they had the white whale sometimes spawn
1: yeah that would be cool and maybe like people did the legends thing and they weren't super into it but you could find a way to incorporate that into the game you know like maybe there's uh there's a way that you can you can shoehorn that in where you can gather up with Uh, people and go on like a custom made adventure because that kind of keeps replayability you know if you can like super mario maker style your own adventure and send
0: people on it and place
1: monsters and mazes and
0: yeah Mm -hmm. assassin's creed does that um you can build your own quests and share them online and people can do them yeah yeah because that's what basically what legends was so find a way to add that in
2: that would be interesting, actually.
0: Yeah, they Definitely reuse some assets that I've already spent hours on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if you are almost got a game that's released, put it in. Well, who knows? That's... It could, could, be, could be dog shit, and uh, they shelved it for a reason. Who knows? Yeah.
1: Man, I'd like to just... I want to try it. I want to
0: try it. Uh, what if uh, the guy who made Fable walked in and was just like, what? <laughs> nope. Scrap this oh. shit. Rob, yeah.
1: <laughs> Peter... Peter... Molyneux. Molyneux. Did you guys ever play the cube? No. no. No? Oh, okay. He made this game, this this um, uh, app that you could download, and basically the app was there was a giant cube with like billions of pixels, and you go on and you tap a pixel, and that was the whole point of the game, is that everybody in the world is all playing the game at the same time, and you're all tapping pixels on the cube, and then... The, like once you tap through a whole layer it would the cube would get smaller and smaller and, smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller until there was just one pixel left and whoever tapped on that pixel got a prize and nobody knew what the prize was but you just had to find out by everybody tapping the pixel and it took a few months for everybody to get to the center of the pixel and then um, the prize was that Peter was making some type of AI and you got to be the voice for the AI that he was making interesting yeah, hmm. but I mean, it was fun. I, I was so hyped when that first came out. I was on there freaking tapping that cube every single day for as much as I could. And they're like, oh, it's crazy. That's a good toilet passer. Yeah, oh man, it was it was, it was super. Like, he, he has this way of coming up with, uh, with cool, unique ways. Curiosity, what's inside the cube? That's what the game was called.
0: Interesting. Yeah. I think that's but- a... That'd be good on a smaller scale. I think a few months is a bit much. Yeah, I mean, God, it took... I mean, the more
1: people that played, obviously, the quicker it went, but it all depended on, like... There was only one cube, and you could, like, see people tapping at the cube, right? Like, you'd be... You'd have to pick a section, and you can see entire sections that were getting destroyed, so you kind of had to find a section and tap on it, and you would get points, and it would tell you how many pixels you tapped away, and uh, you could, like, buy... Like little pickaxes or whatever to make you every time you clicked on one it would take away two instead of one and yeah it was crazy
0: hmm. Hmm.
1: it was released in 2012 November 7th 2012 interesting and, and uh when did it end I'll, I'll find
0: out when it ends but it was fun I hope they do something like that again cause man it was uh, it was nutty there was a mobile game I played called tap tap titans
2: yeah uh, I have that yeah then I got bored <laughs>
0: Well, when you're sitting there doing nothing and you're just having a conversation with someone your phone's beside you and you're like three finger fucking tapping and you're like, arms cramping up and they're like, what are you doing? Like, oh, I'm playing a game.
2: Uh, I actually bought the thing that uh, did automatic tapping.
0: Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. That's, wow. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't have gone that far. But, uh, alright. So, uh, yeah, that's about it for Fable 4. I think, yeah. All right, so
1: oh, um, do, um, I was thinking, do you guys would you think the combat system like just the way because there was like strength, dexterity, and magic? Would you add anything else to that?
0: Uh, well, there's arch- there, like like there was there was archery, wasn't there? That was like the dexterity. That was skill. But yeah. you
1: know, like I feel like they could add like I don't know, what's more that they could they could do. Because there was like the three tree levels, but I think you could have more than just three tree levels, you know, because you could literally, if you wanted to be evil, I did an evil campaign where I just went into the first town and I just started killing people and they send a never ending barrage of guards at you and you just basically farm that town and the guards would get stronger and stronger and you would just fight the guards. And even if you died, who cares? You'd get a scar. You were being evil anyway, to the point that I had everything, all the combat maxed out before I even left the first town Jeez. and then you just decimate everything because you, you know who cares if you get a scar and then eventually these like high level guards are sending at you just start getting wiped out so mm-hmm. I don't know I don't know if there was a way to to add some stuff to the, the combat system
0: um I don't I, know <laughs> I'm wondering if like I feel extra badass when you do cool moves like in Twilight mm. Princess when you do the hidden, yeah. the hidden skills or whatever, like those made me feel super cool, and that made the combat system super fresh for me. So mm. I'm wondering if, but that kind of goes back into the, like the the tree thing from like Assassin's Creed, like you could unlock s- stuff that, like you could chain assassinate people and stuff like that.
1: So kind of like adding a combination of it somehow.
0: Yeah, um, and that that would also make it unique to you, right? each player would not be the same
1: mm-hmm. yeah that's kind of what I was saying like you just max out everything and then it's it's whatever just finding a way to make it unique
0: yeah uh like I in Assassin's Creed I always used like the same four things uh, on my hotkeys and I think I had two other ones in reserve but I rarely used them so I only really mm-hmm. use like six skills out of like the 24 or whatever the fuck are available that's a, kind of a problem with the skill tree is that like you get to a point
1: where you're just over the skill tree.
0: Yeah. Okay, uh, moving on. So there's a new BR right now called Hyperscape, which is developed by Ubisoft. Uh, it's not really playable. It it almost is. Um, it's in tech test right now. So they have been giving it out to streamers to see how they do, and they want to get some exposure out with it that way. Um, so it's you have to get invited to play. So I I've submitted my ballad So hopefully, you know I can get in. Um. Anyway, so it's a BR. It's a bit different than standard BRs. Uh. So, Will's watched a little bit, and I've watched a little bit. Um. The, the game mechanics are a little interesting. They they haven't. Uh, it you don't just run and gun. It's it's a bit of a learning curve. By the looks of it. yeah, Will.
2: Yeah, it definitely has more of a unique uh, aspect to it. Reminds me more of uh, Apex.
0: Yeah, uh, you gotta like loot your abilities, which I actually like. Right? Because then it keeps it a bit balanced, right?
2: It does, yeah. I'm watching a bit of it right now. It's just, me too. Uh, Damn, it that
1: health some... bar is hefty. Yeah. yeah.
0: Damn. So the servers opened on July... 2nd and they're going to close on July 7th so if you want to which is tomorrow so (laughs) Uh, I'm sure you can go go look up some YouTube videos or something on it but uh, it's 100% urban Uh, there's no woods or anything like that it's all like downtown type stuff there's Uh, not
2: going to be any hiding
0: (laughs) no that's good Uh, so like i said you loot your abilities solo or in a squad in the streets or on the rooftops looting unique weapons and rule and rule bending hacks to define your playstyle uh next we have how do they close in like how do they how do they narrow it down i think uh, a- you go after a crown and then that person has to survive as the crown wearer to get it and then that that makes that would make you the winner so that this actually is really good because now it's eliminating campers really
2: yeah the map's huge
0: yeah.
1: That's the one thing about, like, Battle Royales is, like, how do you eliminate the the closing of the map?
0: Well, yeah, that and how do you eliminate campers? Because that's the biggest issue people have with Battle Royales. Is, it, is the campers? Plunder's a good option, honestly, because that's forcing. if you want to actually win, it's forcing you to not camp, and you got to actually run around and gra- grab money, etc., right?
1: Yeah.
2: This does says- Oh, that guy just got domed trying so, to pick up an item.
0: <laughs> so, a shifting battleground. Escape the decay that dissolves the city dr- districts, adapting a random game-changing effect. Uh, fight to be the last one standing, or take the crown and claim victory. Okay, so, so you having can... multiple winning, yeah, types. So that's 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 really cool. You can win by old-fashioned BR standards, or you can get the crown. And then if you get the crown, that's going to shift everybody's focus to you.
2: Okay.
1: It's like a most wanted in uh, in Call of Duty, except for rather than just surviving
0: the time you win the game. Yeah. Uh, an ever-evolving experience, a steady flow of customization options, new gameplay opportunities, and map changes. Keep the action fresh season after season. New gameplay opportunities. Interesting. Uh, so I'm just going to hit discover and see if there's any more news on this. Yeah. Cole's right, uh, just, though. I'm always right,
1: Will. Thanks too
2: for asking. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. Like I, it, when I kind of think of a game that I like, I like um, I don't know more realistic. I think that's why I like um, uh, Modern Warfare so much, and I didn't really like games like Apex or like um, uh, Fortnite, is because it was too like I don't know. Fake's not the right word, but it was too cartoony and and futuristic. Like I, I like like modern or kind of like um postmodern more. That's more of my my jam. Yeah, and uh, I think it's harder to to do a a battle royale or anything in that style.
2: Yeah, because watching this, like this guy was just chasing this other guy around with a minigun, and it took him quite a while to kill him.
0: Yes. Like I'm in these guys.
2: Be. Yeah. So
0: unlike modern warfare, where the growl can <laughs> fucking drop you in two shots, fucking yeah. that pissed me off today. Actually,
1: it's funny that I was so angry at the grow and I was like, oh, I'm so sick of people using the grow. I started using the M13 and the the uh, M4A1, yeah. and they're just fucking lasers. Like I'm, they're just as as powerful as the Grow now.
0: So I uh, I don't feel as bad anymore. Nah, man, the is fucking bro. I use an M13. And this guy completely fucking decimated me today. Actually, two guys, and they both had growls. And I'm like, I thought you got fucking nerfed. Why are you killing me in two fucking shots now? Like, what the fuck? And they it, did get They nerfed. apparently,
1: um, what did they do? They they nerfed the
0: the long range. Yeah. It doesn't quite feel like they nerfed the long range, but uh. Well, I they know. didn't didn't nerf the fucking close range because if you're on a one on oh. one, you're getting fucking destroyed. Anyways, oh, yeah. So here's the uh, hacks. So. First one is teleport, obviously uh, lets you aim at a distant location and zip there in a heartbeat, so that's going to be gross. Zip. Zip. Uh, next is slam, leap into the air and smash back down on the ground, uh, dealing damage to any enemies around you and sending them flying.
2: That's interesting.
0: I've, it looks like you can set up giant walls.
2: Yeah. yeah, this guy's building shields around himself. Yeah.
0: Next one's heal, keep your friends close in the area of effect hack will keep them healthy and ready to fight. That's... ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. All right, uh, but no one ever wants to play medic. Let's be real. Like in any game where there gives you an option to revive or heal people, like yeah, no one fucking ever does that. Uh, too far from cover, uh, deploy this and instantly be big, resilient, and whatever. It's yeah, it's a wall. Throwing a wall up any at any point. Uh, next one's invis- invisibility. So that's self-explanatory. Uh, next is a mine. Hostile contenders get too close to this proximity mine, and you'll be homing in and unleash a devastating explosion. So that's
2: how... interesting. That'll literally ruin a few aspects if the explosion's too big. Like you get them to chase you, you wait in around a corner, and they just freaking run into the mine. Yeah. Boom.
1: And then the uh, other the other way is that it, it doesn't do enough damage and then it just becomes obsolete because why have a mine when you can turn invisible or jump
0: in the air or you yeah. know like it just yeah. it, that's a tough balance um, okay the next one's armor you can mitigate damage when activated uh, then reveal information is everything reveal hack uh, will ping the location of the nearest enemies uh, for you and your squad and then finally a ball turn yourself into a bouncy ball There's really is there really anything else more we need to say Yes. Why is this in the game? <laughs> uh, I, I've been
1: in this gameplay video I'm watching. They use the bouncy ball, and it's kind of it's a little weird.
0: But yeah, I don't know how you could incorporate that into the game. I mean, I haven't played the game yet, so. Open too. Yeah, I, I I'm interested in trying it out. Uh, I tried out mm-hmm. Apex for a few months, and then that was will that. It, will this be free to play? It's, free, it free, play, anything? Yeah. Yeah, it's free to play. Yeah, it's free. It is free to play.
2: Uh, Ubisoft has their event uh, on Sunday so I have a feeling we'll get the full reveal there and then they'll talk about probably a beta because yeah. this is just tech right now
0: it is um, I want to see some of the guns it doesn't say anything about the guns uh, there's oh. like a pistol, um, an assault rifle a shotgun
2: I've seen a grenade launcher and a machine gun
1: it's, it's and, got a borderlands feel to it you know like there's a guy who reloads and he like hit the clip comes out he takes the clip and then he ditches the gun and then another gun like appears yeah and he just puts the same ammo clip into the gun
2: uh, i'm watching that right now actually it's weird kind of weird
1: yeah but that's that's cool like i mean dude a borderlands battle royale that would be that, that would, would be cool. super cool that would be really interesting with all, like all the billions of different types of guns and stuff. Yeah. Sorry, that was a little bit of side, but this is that's kind of the feel I get from looking at these guns.
2: The graphics are kind of that Borderlands style as well. So.
1: Yeah, just a little bit more boring in my yeah. in my taste. Well, I like well, well, the, well, well, I also well. like um, post-apocalypse. That's another genre that I really like. Give us a post-apocalyptic uh,
0: battle royale.
2: The circle's closing in, and the circle's just the horde of zombies. <laughs> <laughs> no
0: matter, oh, yeah, that's... No matter how many... That'd be interesting, too. Like, if it was closing in as a horde of zombies, you could go into the zombies, but you had to kill a bunch to make a path. Yeah. And, but then it would slowly fill.
2: That'd be cool.
1: Or if you got too close to it, the horde would come out to attack you, so you couldn't get close to the... the um, you couldn't go into it. Like the area would be completely off, and if you tried to get near it, like they would break off. So, say if there's like an entire wall of them, yeah, fifteen of them would break off if you got too close, and then now you're trying to fight them on your backside as well yeah. as people coming in your front. Yeah, they, it would make final
0: circles very interesting. Totally. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know how you would, like. Is in. Oh, I guess is Warzone the only one where you can actually go into the gas with some with some sort of protection? Like the gas Pretty match?
2: much, yeah. Okay. Because even in Fortnite, you uh, you're still taking damage.
1: Mm-mm.
0: Yeah. Oh, well, it does like. F- yeah, and the damage ramps up, whereas in yeah. Warzone, I don't think it does. No, it stays in, the um, same. In Black Ops Three, they had a battle royale mode, didn't they? No, I think Blackout Four. Or sorry, uh, uh, Black Ops Four. Uh, yeah, Black, Black Ops, Ops Four. Then, yeah, and, and there was Ops Black 4, and then, Yeah, and there was zombies
1: in that, wasn't there? you could go to different areas on the map and there would be zombies in that area um, and you could do waves of zombies to get prizes or to get like loot
2: i never played it so i, hmm. c- I can't remember
1: i think there was, um, i think i saw brian playing it cuz brian is a huge call of duty guy
0: well not yeah. this morning i'm like Fuck, I need some dudes to play with oh he went to a he
1: went to a thing last night so he's probably pretty uh pretty hungover
0: is he now well I got a new controller, so... But, uh... So, so you want to play? Well, no. Brittany's home now. I'm upset. <laughs> uh... <Bruh>. Yeah. <laughs> How far along is Brittany to change the subject? Uh, Six she, months? She is, uh, seven. She's due, at, like, the end of September. Damn. Papa Rodney's coming
1: out pretty soon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: That's crazy. Yeah, and then I won't be able to play games fucking at all. I'll <laughs> That'll barely, be the end of it i barely have enough time to do the podcast
1: Yeah, That's uh, what is um, uh, Nick Frost He says that where he's like When you become a father you can't play video games You can't be like well I gotta go upstairs and shoot people for six hours
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah Pretty much So uh, but I mean I won't cut out games entirely But it'd be nice if my fucking Gaming system was you know not Downstairs in the garage where I had to open a garage door To, to access mm-hmm. it and then you got to get your kid into it. Oh, to- totally. And that would be a new, uh, well, a fuck. new uh,
1: aspect to the Video Games Now podcast. <laughs> we'll <laughs> have we'll have the audience
0: there with us. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, that's my plan is to get them into video games so I have someone to fucking play with. and Because uh, it, ain't, it ain't Brittany, that's for sure. Hey, man, yeah. when Fable 4 comes out, that could be your chance to finally hook Brittany. I don't know, dude. Like, I've tried fucking everything. I've tried everything, <laughs> and it's just not—it's not taken. Did she try Animal Crossing? Uh, she did. And she tried okay. New New Leaf. Was that what that mm-hmm. was? Yeah, she tried that. New Leaf, yeah. Yeah, got bored of it. Mm. And uh, what else? What else did she tried? She tried Yoshi. Didn't like that. Oh. Or she got frustrated. No, the, the the problem with is she gets frustrated at like literally the dumbest shit. Mm. So she'll die four times, and like that's it. She'll tap? She, yeah, she doesn't have any willpower to, like, grind. So That's why we got all the willpower right here on the Video Games Podcast.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm all about the grind. Yeah.
0: <laughs> all about it. Uh, Alright, guys. Well, that uh, wraps it up for the podcast today. Thanks a lot for joining us. Uh, check out our website, videogamesnow.ca, for all of our content. And uh, if you really like the show, consider becoming a Patreon. Uh, head over to patreon.com slash videogamesnow and uh, become a... I don't even know what I, what I want to say. You get extra shit, you know. You get extra shit. You, you get <laughs> yeah. to hear. You get to hear Cole's occasional stories about stuff.
1: Oh, uh, occasional. <laughs> all the time. No. Yeah. That's right. how we're gonna get people to not become patreons. Yeah.
0: Cole's actually interesting. Sometimes. <laughs> thanks. Sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. sometimes. So, uh, well, all right. All right. Okay, guys. Thanks a lot. See you guys next week, which we'll be talking about Ubisoft, uh, whatever the fuck it is. Right? Will.
2: Yeah, I can't remember the name of their conference, but they're finally going to have their E3 sort of event.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, well, uh, that'll be, we'll be recording the podcast literally right after it happens, so we'll have all the uh, juicy details for you. So see you guys next mm-hmm. week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.